you know, everything we do is built around team building and empowerment through sport. And it's not about bringing people down or pushing them too hard. It's really just about their own limits and what they want and how they see themselves and, you know, getting out of it what they put into it. And welcome back to another episode of You Run Like a Girl, the podcast that shines a spotlight on women and girls in sport. I'm your host, Amita, back with another interview that I hope inspires you. So we're into October already, which is kind of hard to believe, but it also means it's World Series time. Now, I'm a born and bred Scarborough girl, so I try to stay loyal to all Toronto sports teams, including the Toronto Blue Jays, who were sadly eliminated from playoff contention this past weekend. But we're not here to talk about men's baseball. My guest today is Dana Bookman, and as you'll soon hear, she's a real trailblazer in the field of girls' baseball. Dana spent years working as a television producer and journalist, but when her young daughter, who is an excellent baseball player, couldn't find a girls' team to play on, Dana decided to take matters into her own hands. Instead of letting it stop her, she went out and created a team. And then she kept at it and eventually created a movement that has helped expand the sport of baseball to girls across Canada and beyond. Dana and I actually spoke a while back pre-COVID, and she was impressive then, but in just a few short years, she's achieved even more, which doesn't actually surprise me. She's now the CEO of Canadian Girls Baseball, a role she's had since founding the original organization in 2016. Canadian Girls Baseball is a nonprofit development league for girls aged 4 to 16 that teaches resiliency through sport. They run a range of programs across the country, everything from beginner clinics to elite training programs through winter, and they also have a variety of coaching programs. If that wasn't enough, they also regularly offer open days and free programming to girls in underserved communities and newcomers to Canada. Dana is also the founding vice president of American Girls Baseball, and earlier this year she was awarded a Meritorious Service Medal by the Governor General of Canada for her work with Canadian Girls Baseball. One thing that immediately stood out to me when we spoke was her love for empowering girls and women through sports, and that is a value that she continues to practice and that is embedded within her organization. I reached Dana in Toronto, Ontario. Dana, thank you so much for joining me today on the show. Um, to start off with, could you just introduce yourself? So my name is Dana Bookman, and I'm the founder and CEO of what is now Canadian Girls Baseball, but started as Toronto Girls Baseball. Um, it started in Toronto in 2016 in the spring, and now um, we are expanding, have expanded to four other provinces. And we have more than a thousand girls playing in our league. That's wonderful. And could you tell us how this initiative started? So I have a daughter and when she was six, she played in a co-ed house league baseball program because she loves baseball. And she was, even though it was supposed to be co-ed, she ended up being the only girl in an age division that had 400 kids. So the rest were boys. And at the end of it, she said she didn't want to play baseball anymore. Oh, but no. when I, I know it was really sad, but she loved baseball and she's really good at it. And when I talked to her a bit more, I realized that it wasn't that she didn't want to play baseball, but she didn't want to play baseball that way. She wanted to play 
with girls also. Mm-hmm. So I put the word out on Facebook and people shared it and more people shared it. And I was just hoping for five girls to come out and we'd get some coaches or a coach and some uniforms. And um, it turned out that 42 girls showed up. So at that point I got some insurance and some permits and I realized that maybe this was a bit of a bigger need than I had previously anticipated. Yeah. And that's how Toronto girls baseball was born. Um, And and then it it sort of snowballed from there. Okay. And what were you doing at the time? Were you working full time in another role and then you started this on the side or or how did that work? Um, I actually was on leave from my job um, in television because I had an injury um, and I, you know, I had been sort of twiddling my thumbs at home looking for something to do that didn't really need. It was a hand injury, so I couldn't do anything that included typing or anything that really needed the use of my hands. And this turned out to be something that, you know, just by talking to people and other people spreading the word and I hired coaches, so I didn't actually have to physically do anything, but it was something that I could put my energy into. So Mm -hmm. it was kind of the stars aligned and I was able to put a lot of energy into what this started as and has continued to grow as. So I'm curious to know more about your background. You know, growing up, were you involved in athletics? Did you study sports management or anything related to coaching at university? My background, um, I was always a sporty kid, but I didn't play team sports. That wasn't something that um, the girls I hung out with did. I did dance and I did horseback riding and tennis and um, those kind of things. Um, And then I... I didn't have any interest in baseball. I didn't, I, in university, I did, um, I studied Africa and sociology, um, and journalism, which is what I ended up going into. Right. So I had no sports background or sports experience in any kind of management, which I think actually served me better. Um, because I didn't have any idea of what a typical sports league looked like. Right. I was able to kind of invent something that, um, was my value system and what I wanted for my daughter, which turned out to be what a lot of other people were looking at and thinking about too. And I'm curious to know, did you have any sort of pushback from people when you were starting out or was the response pretty welcoming? No, the response was amazing. People were friendly. Other baseball leagues, you know, gave me equipment. Um, they donated stuff to me. They helped me figure things out, who to talk to about different, um, like permits and insurance and all of that kind of stuff. Um, they're all the, I called different baseball leagues and the president of the Toronto baseball association who was and continues to be extremely helpful and supportive. So I, I didn't receive pushback, which, you know, may not be a sexy part of the story, but, um, it's really encouraging to me that all these men, you know, they wanted to see girls playing. They just didn't know how to get them there. Well, I'm really glad to hear that you had all that support and I hope it continues as, as you and the organization continue to grow. I wanted to quickly ask you about baseball versus softball. Um, I think when I was growing up, at least there was a stigma around um, girls playing baseball and they were sort of pushed into playing softball. Um, has that changed now? I don't think it's changing. Unfortunately, I think that's still something that um, we're up against, like in the United States. Little League very much pushes girls into softball. 
Um, and that's the, that's the, probably the biggest league for kids baseball in the States. In Canada, there are some provinces, there are some provinces where we have, um, little league and we do push girls into softball, but I wasn't even really aware of the difference when I started it. So that was good. Um, but now I realize that, you know, I think that it's starting to change. Major league baseball is taking a lead in making a change there. Um, they've started a series called the trailblazer series and another one called the break breakthrough series or breakaway series where they invite girls to come out, um, major league training facilities and actually you know get involved with major league baseball at a higher level so i think that the change is starting i don't think it's because of me there are lots of people who've come before me um ours is getting a lot of attention which is great but um you know i've been in touch with the people at major league baseball who are really supportive of the change and also with jay's care um foundation who also is really supportive of girls baseball and the change so they are um yeah they're they're working with us to help us and there are other pockets of girls teams you know in different parts of the world and they are working with them too so hopefully you know all of these year of the woman and the me too movement yeah what major league baseball is doing will all come together and we'll see a greater change and more choice because right now the difference between softball and baseball is a lot of girls don't feel like they have a choice. Mm -hmm. Um, So hopefully with more girls playing, that choice will become more obvious. Yeah. Um, What's the age range for um, the girls that play in in the, in the league? In our league, we started age four Mm -hmm. and then we go up to age 16. Last summer in Toronto, we did a women's league also. So anybody over the age of 17 up to any age could play with us so that they could just, you know, either learn to play or come back to playing. Um, And then we have parent coaches on the field, too, so parents can get involved. Oh, perfect. That dovetails right into my next question. I was just going to ask you how you find the coaches. Is it uh, just the parents, or do you recruit from other places? Um, We have both staff and parent coaches. We share the staff coaches um, run our drills and skills. Okay. And our um, student, our sorry, our staff coaches run drills and skills, and our um, parent coaches help run the games. And can you talk a bit about what's next in terms of expansion? You mentioned the name change from Toronto Girls Baseball to Canadian Girls Baseball. I know you've expanded to other provinces, but do you want to be in every province? Um, you know, nationwide. Do you want it to go international? So this summer we'll be opening a branch in PEI. Okay. And then um, we will also be, we're talking to some places in the States about going down there and bringing our program there. Um, so we'll see if that happens this summer, but I mean, we're continuing to expand. We have a lot of friends and a lot of interest. We get calls all the time asking us to bring our programs to their cities or their communities. And so we're working on it and expanding as quickly as possible. I'm so glad to hear that there is so much interest in that in this and that it's not just restricted to Canada. You know, there's girls all over the world that want to get involved. That's fantastic. Um, okay, I want to switch gears a little bit. What does a typical day look like for you? So a typical day is this. I am now um, cleaning up a little spill on my floor. 
and I am talking to you, (laughs) (laughs) feeding my dog. Like I just, you know, it's a lot of juggling. Yeah. And my kids are really supportive. They have helped me, both my son and my daughter, every step of this. And they are really supportive and happy that, you know, I can pick them up after school and I can still do what I'm doing. And um, it's nice to be, I feel like both my kids play ball. Okay. Um, so it's nice to, you know, have kind of a family activity that we all love together. And I love watching both of them play. And um, so, you know, it is a lot of juggling, but I think a typical day is there is no typical day. Okay. And do you mind me asking quickly how old your kids are? No, my kids are, I have a, my daughter's now nine. Okay. And my son is 10. Okay, cool. And do you, did your daughter, did she see her older brother playing baseball? And was that sort of one reason why she yeah. potentially wanted to? Yeah. Okay. That was like me too. I saw yeah. my older brother skating and I wanted to learn how to do it. So my parents just enrolled me in the same rink as him because well, they're that's, like, that's yeah. It. My, my kids are a year apart and my daughter, you know, her hero has always been her brother. She's been obsessed with him since she was a baby. And yeah. my, my husband, their dad would just take them out and he loves baseball too. So he would just play with them and, you know, it became something that was at that small, like that young of an age, kids don't know the difference between boys and girls. And no. she's actually, in some ways, um, she has some skills in baseball that are better than her brother. She's a really great baseball player, but she had, didn't have the chance to develop at the same rate as him. He now plays AAA baseball. Mm-hmm. And when she tried out for that same team in AAA baseball, they didn't take her. And I'm very confident that it was because she was a girl, um, because she was just as good as everybody else who was there. Wow. So I think it's too bad. And, you know, there are some girls who do make that AAA team and, they get a chance to play, but often they drop out because they're still just playing with boys. And it's like sports is a social experience yeah. as well as, you know, athletic. And if it's not fun, eventually they're going to stop. Definitely. Um, have you noticed any changes in any of the kids who joined that Toronto team early on and have now had that environment and safe space to play in for some time? Oh, yeah. There's one, there's one girl um, who started with us. When she was 11, and her mother, you know, called me. We had a big talk on the phone that her daughter didn't want to play because her daughter was a piano player and a dancer, and you know, just didn't want. But her mother really wanted her in a team sport, and so she ended up enrolling her. Her daughter didn't want to go, but last year, when her daughter turned 13, um, I was invited to her birthday, and she asked for catcher's equipment oh. for her birthday. So. She has become, you know, one of our junior instructors. She's just completely changed and she loves baseball and she plays it at school now and her confidence has like just completely, she's just a different person. So it's, it's a special thing to be a part of and it's amazing to see how a sport like this can change girls, especially baseball, because in baseball, you have to get up there alone you know, swing the bat and mm-hmm. you have to fail. That's the game. Baseball is a game of failure. And you have to do it in front of people. And then you've got to do it again. So um, it's a hard game. But those who love it, like it's it's amazing to see how their personalities change and their confidence grows, even just over a short, you know, season of ball. 
That's such an inspiring story, and it must be so gratifying to see things like that happen because of something that you started. Um, I want to switch gears a little bit again. Uh, I'm curious about the training that girls have to go through. Uh, you know, a lot of them are still young. There's a lot of talk about not wanting to do too much sports-specific training when kids are young. But the flip side to that is sometimes you'll have parents saying, oh, well, if my child doesn't specialize uh, early on, they're going to lose all those valuable, you know, early years to build stuff up and then they won't make the national team down the road. Um, so how does that work with your organization? You know, we have an age specific training. Our girls in our regular house league program play once a week. Um, so we do a half an hour of drills on the field and they're age appropriate. Um, for, you know, we use things like rubber skins for throwing drills for the little ones. Um, and it's not very intense, but we do have more competitive teams, select teams, and they train once a week indoors in the winter. Um, and we do offer indoor winter training also for um, for anybody who wants to join us. So, um, yeah, we do we do do that, but we also limit um, what they're doing. The rules in baseball around pitching and how many times they're allowed to pitch a ball so we follow those rules um and we're not super competitive like even our select teams they play once a week and they practice once a week so if somebody really wants to play more ball you know they've house league once a week and they have their select team practice once a week in a game um for a couple of hours each time but we don't do intense physical training we don't do gym workouts like conditioning um we do indoor drills during the winter so that they can improve their skills. And really it's about baseball IQ. Um, But I think there is, there has to be a balance, right? I mean, we do live in a world where the system is the system as it is now. And even if the system is broken, you know, girls shouldn't be left behind. And at the same time, you know, we want to change the system. So we're trying to balance both. And it's not easy when it comes to more competitive baseball um, because there are, elite teams of girls baseball that exist, I mean, at older ages. And if they want to get to a level where they can play at that level, they have to start earlier um, to get there. But, you know, everything we do is built around team building and empowerment through sport. And it's not about bringing people down or pushing them too hard. It's really just about their own limits and what they want and how they see themselves and you know, getting out of it what they put into it. I wanted to ask you about international teams. You know, you previously had a tournament and a team from Arizona came up. And I guess this is actually slightly related to my earlier question about expansion. But are you hoping to have more international tournaments? Yeah, we are expanding it. We've been in talks with a team from Ghana who wants to come. Um, This is, I mean, it's less of a tournament and more of an opportunity. We do play ball, but it's more of an opportunity for girls from, you know, Canada and around the world to get together and really see what it's like to play with other girls because a lot of them, I mean, we're the only all-girls league around. Yeah. Um, and there are individual teams, but often they're playing with boys. So this is a chance for them to have a full weekend of playing with girls and enjoying themselves and, um, you know, having fun and bonding and all of those things. That sounds like an amazing opportunity for the girls. 
Um, so you mentioned that there's a women's league, and I think that's run in a similar way to the league for the younger girls. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's for women who are 17 years of age and older. It is, yeah. So we run the program the same way that we that we um, run our kids program, which is half an hour of drills and skills with an instructor. And then we do um, an hour and a bit of a game. And it's just a chance for them to get out. And same thing with the girls, meet other, you know, like-minded people and play in a, you know, a non-judgmental, not really super competitive environment and, you know, get some physical activity and some skills and yeah. Have a good time. And have fun. <laughs> exactly. Dana, I've had um, the privilege of speaking to a lot of different women on the show, and many of them are doing things that haven't necessarily been done before, like yourself. Um, and, you know, one of the questions that I like to ask people is, did you have any setbacks or did you have any moments where you weren't sure if what you were striving for would work? I think actually, let me rephrase that because the setbacks are, they're just part of life, I feel. Um, but it's the doubt. It's that self-doubt. I'm curious if that ever affected you. I'm personally of the mindset that if you work hard and you keep pushing, things will work out and you can achieve what you set your mind to. But I know that's not the case for everybody. Um, so I'm just curious, were there any moments like that for you on your journey with creating Canadian Girls Baseball? No, I'm of the same mindset that you are. I didn't have anything that I considered a setback. I can't even, I mean, if I had, it would have been a challenge, not a setback. Yeah. And I do think anything is possible. And also for me, I didn't have any expectations. Right. So every, every you know, advancement was a win for me, but it wasn't expected. It wasn't, um, and I didn't need it, but I was so happy, and I still am. When amazing things happen, when we expand, when somebody approaches me to ask for the program to be in their neighborhood, um, it's exciting for me still, but I, it's not a challenge. Um, it's an opportunity. And yeah, I am excited to see it continue to grow and I'll, I'll keep you posted if there's anything that I think that I can't do. But so far, I've been able to handle it all. That's such a great note to almost end on. So um, as you probably guessed, I am at my last question. Dana, this has been an amazing interview. It's been so informative and so inspirational. Um, but I'm just curious about who inspires you. Who inspires me? Wow. Well, I mean, I am inspired by my daughter because even though I set up this program, you know, she's the one who had to be brave and go through all of the phases of this and take part in it and be on board. And even, you know, when she played with those 400 boys in her age division, she did it. And even though she didn't want to do it after she saw it through and I find that inspiring. Um, she's one of the bravest people I know. That was my interview with Dana Bookman, the founder and CEO of Canadian Girls Baseball. I would like to say a big thank you to Dana for not only taking the time to chat with me, but for her patience while I edited and got this episode up. You know, on the Canadian Girls Baseball website, there's a line that says, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. And as I've mentioned in a few episodes now, starting the show has definitely been a learning experience, but I'm stronger for it. 
As I mentioned at the start of this episode, Canadian Girls Baseball is running a slew of programs across the country. So even though it's the fall, they still have things happening. Um, if So if you have or you know a girl between the ages of 4 and 16 who's interested in playing, please visit CanadianGirlsBaseball.com for the most up-to-date program info. They also have uh, programs and trainings for aspiring coaches. If you'd like to make a donation, there are options to do so on their website, and please do give them a follow on Instagram. Their handle is at Canadian Girls Baseball. I've personally been so impressed with what Dana and her team have achieved, and I can't wait to see them expand even further. Thanks so much for listening. As a reminder, I am dropping new episodes every other Tuesday. If you haven't already, please give us a follow on Instagram. We're at You Run Like a Girl Podcast. And you can also sign up to our mailing list at yourunlikeagirlpodcast.com. I believe that if you can see it, you can be it. So whether you want to make an impact on the basketball court or the boardroom, or better yet both, I hope these stories inspire and motivate you to keep chasing your dream. Let's get it.